What's up, guys? It is Coasters and Things here today, back again with another episode of The Thrill Life. Today, me and Beyond the Thrills are joined by two very special guests, Airtime Thrills and Hawk OG. How is it? It's going. It's going. You know, it's just going. (laughs) (laughs) It's going. Thanks for having us, guys. Yeah. Yeah, no problem. Very excited to have both of you on. Um, Chris, I'm... I don't know if you remember this or not. I met you at Great Adventure a couple years back near El Toro. And then, obviously, Nate, we met at Cedar Point this past summer and hung out, uh, what was it, in August at Dorney. So, two friends friends of the pod, as I should say. Yeah. So, yeah, excited to have both of you on, like I said. Um, Today, we're going to go back to our... Or I'm sorry, last week we had our normal five topics. The the week prior we talked about IAPA. But yeah, yeah. a lot to a lot to talk about in today's episode. Um I think we're gonna start at the top here with Cedar Point. Nate, I know you probably have to lo- I have a lot to say about this because you're one of the biggest fans of Cedar Point that I know. Yeah, I'm I am a huge fan. Uh sometimes regrettably, but um yeah having been going there since 2003 the place is pretty special to me dang 2003 Um, dang yeah 2003 was the first year i went and yeah so the uh uh, the wild mouse at cedar points layout is completely finished so could we see it testing soon let's start with yeah we'll start with you nate um testing soon will we see it i don't know um I guess that's where the camera is on. I, it'd be interesting if we actually do get to see the thing test, wouldn't it? If yeah. like, don't they have the camera set up on yeah. their website? Yeah, the that blog, would be the blog cameras. Yeah, that would be really cool. Um, I would say, I would say probably, probably not till the spring though. I mean, that makes sense. I bet they're still. I bet they still don't have the trains. The thing looks nice, though. I mean, the part that park needs something like that. I'm not gonna say I'm gonna be like I'll probably break down by a fast lane if if I go, and uh, I'm like I'm gonna need to get that credit. And you're gonna need the cheese car, right? Like that's the one thing I really like about it is that the cheese car like has this. It adds to the rewrideability of it for some reason. It's like maybe you have to do it until you get the cheese car. Like, is it another credit? like on the cheese car versus the mouse car. Yeah. are basically what they said at IAPA is that there's going to be five mice and then the cheese car is like its own thing. So it'll be, if you're waiting in line, it'll be all luck if you happen to get the cheese car because the chances of getting one of the mice is higher than the cheese. So yeah. Chris, I want to ask you, um, were you surprised by how fast Cedar Point was able to like, Put, you know put this ride together like it's finished yeah. now yeah it, it seems like it was just yesterday that they got track on site or they went <laughs> vertical and i didn't even know till i guess this morning when i saw tony clark's um like post of like the easter egg on top of the lift hill whatever it was i was yeah. like is that thing already up <laughs> it's like wow you know six flags wouldn't have that thing up till like august of next year so <laughs> you're not wrong <laughs> they have a lot of work to do on the boardwalk so it makes sense that they're getting a, a start, head start on it but i i am surprised that it's already finished 
Also, the Grand Pavilion is almost finished as well. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yep. Mm-hmm. They don't mess around at Cedar Fair. I mean, think of that thing. They're making sure that thing's ready for May. <laughs> yeah, and that's actually modeled after the OG Grand Pavilion that was at Cedar Point back in 1888. Mm-hmm. Before oh. any of their roller coasters. Yeah. So I said this um, in, I mean, it was either last week's episode or one, one, of the, one of the episodes we've recorded recently. I think this is great for Cedar Point. They don't have that many family coasters. Jason and I had this discussion. Um, yes, it's not a wild mouse roller coaster per se like yeah. the layout is not your typical wild mouse but honestly i don't think that's a bad thing because then it makes it like kind of unique yeah we made a joke about that we were like sear points wild mouse isn't even a wild mouse <laughs> yes. it's not it kind of it kind of reminds me of the spinner that's up at waldemere in yeah. a way yeah it, it reminds me of serves, Mara spinner for sure yeah, yeah it kind of serves the same role in the park like um i think we would all be a little disappointed if it was just your run of the will, run of the mill wild mouse. And it's the first coaster that they've built that's not a huge coaster in uh, since 1999. Wow. So, so that's something too. What um, was what was the last coaster that wasn't Woodstock? Big? Yeah, Woodstock oh. Express. That was in '99. So, yeah, it's good to add something different. I guess. Um, it just the only thing that sucks is that it's coming five years after their last coaster. So it's one thing if they added that, yeah, you know. Yeah a year after a major edition or something, but it's like, this is the one coaster they've gotten in the last five years. So that- yeah. Is Iron Dragon, Iron Dragon was 87. Cedar mm-hmm. Creek mine ride was 69. 69. I think. Uh, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Wilderness run was 79, which that's a kitty coaster. Yeah. Disaster transports in there somewhere. That, that was, was 85. And then, 85. and then transformed in 90. Yep. 92. Yeah. Yeah. Something like that. Um, but yeah, so ever since 99, ever since Millennium Force, every single coaster they built has been extreme or, or big. So adding something for the, for the younger kids is, is pretty nice, even though they have a pretty good collection already. But it makes me wonder if they're just saving their money for uh, the Top Thrill Dragster uh, reboot. F- well, fingers they, crossed. Like you said, like they move fast over there. They don't mess around. It kind of makes me wonder, what are they working on right now that you, you can't see? You know. Yeah, yeah, and they're for sure working on Dragster. I mean, they're yeah. working with Zamperla for the Wild Mouse. They're probably working with Zamperla for the for Dragster too. So I've heard a little bit of that. So uh, I think that's pretty much all we have to talk about regarding Wild Mouse at Cedar Point. Like we said, this is going to be a great family coaster, great addition overall to Cedar Point, and hopefully we'll find out what the whole deal is with Top Thrill Dragster come next year as well because. All, every enthusiast, including the four of us, are dying to know what's going on with Dragster. So we are going to talk about the Hot Wheels Twin Mill Racer Roller Coaster, the new Chancer, Chance Hyper GTX at Mattel Adventure Park. It is fully underway. The construction is fully underway. So, Chris, we'll start with you. What are your thoughts on this? Yeah, I was excited to see that there was a, fi- a new Hyper Chance GTX that was finally being built. But then I saw the concept art and I realized it wasn't going to be a lightning racer. It was going to be more like a uh, steam and demon, um, <laughs> a drop, a turn, a couple of corkscrews. And that was that. And it's like, okay, that's doesn't look that great, but uh, at least the, the drop looks steep. So I don't know, maybe that's changed since the last time I looked at it. Um, but that's what I saw. And uh, I wasn't all that hyped over it after I saw that. All right, Nate, your thoughts. Um, I too was excited. Um, 
the one thing you can be sure I kind of shared the like the same sentiments that's like, oh, it's not gonna be like lightning run, but it's the one thing you do know is that it'll probably be very smooth. And at least for what it is, it'll be an enjoyable ride experience. And there's nothing like that in that area. I don't think this is going to get me to go to Phoenix anytime soon, but um, I do think it is exciting. And judging from what I was looking at, I was kind of reading about this a little bit like this evening and the construction's up. Yeah. And it's looking like it's going to be like, I'm seeing a bunch of stuff just about this Mattel park in general. And Like, this looks like it's going to be, um, and I saw this news article that's calling this, like, a 4D experience. So, it okay. seems like it's going to be more than just your run-of-the-mill roller coaster. <laughs> and something about here on, on Screamscape, they did show off a, they showed off a lead car for something called Bone Shaker. That's the other like, one. That's the family coaster. That's, st- that's, that's something I wanted coaster. to... Yeah, that's something I wanted to mention. Both of the roller coasters at this new park, and for those that don't know, Mattel Adventure Park is a new park that they're building. Like, it's an entirely new park. Um, the front car was at IAPA for Bone Shaker. And I think it looks very cool. It's, yeah, It is pretty sweet looking. Both coasters are Chance Rides coasters, and they're both themed after... Um, Hot Wheels cars. The GTX is themed after Twin Mill, which is one of my favorite Hot Wheels cars and was uh, like the face of Hot Wheels back in like 2010. And then the other one is themed after Bone Shaker, which was the face of Hot Wheels like five or six years ago. I have a large collection of Hot Wheels. I have models of both of those cars. That's pretty cool. Yeah, very cool. All right. It looks like, uh, Chris, you're you're researching there. I'm looking at the at the construction pictures, and uh, I'm just yeah, amazed by I'm like, what am I looking at here? These are like, uh, well, I think I think this, I kind of went based on the concept art. Um, I was seeing that most of the park was inside, which makes sense because it's Glendale, Arizona. Um, you kind of have to be. Um, yeah, that makes sense. So I think that's what I'm looking at here. But just like, wow, that's like a huge station or indoor building. But I can kind of see it's going to start inside maybe and then pop out. So that yeah, yeah, almost, sense. almost like a a family entertainment center. Um, I want to ask you guys this. So we mentioned the front car of Bone Shaker at IAPA, and I personally like of all the trains that were at IAPA, that was like my favorite, like one of my favorite ones. Like I really am digging the look. Like the design is very, very cool. Um, but if you had to pick one of the trains that was at IAPA. Which one was your favorite and why? Nate, we'll start with you. Um, definitely those GCI trains. Zambezi, those, Zinger? Yeah, the, I feel like those, I mean, I wasn't there. I don't know what exactly the entire deal with them, but the, those lap bars look like um, hydraulics, not like the typical GCI ones. I feel like they fall down on you, so... Um, a new lap bar on GCI trains. I am, I'm definitely down for that. That's yeah. the one I'm most excited about. Jason, you said when we were talking about that train that it was giving you somewhat of like a, a safari tram look like great adventure and animal kingdom. Yeah. Like the, um, safari vehicles that you ride on like Kilimanjaro safari, animal kingdom, those kind of vehicles. That's what Zambezi zingers train looks like. Yeah. I can definitely see that. What about you, Chris? Yeah, I, I would, Probably go with that one also. Um, I really wasn't that crazy about Wildcats Revenge. I like the effort. 
Um, but it was just kind of clunky to me. I don't know. I think it's kind of unpopular opinion, (laughs) but it was just kind of weird with the way it was just like a big box with the wildcat coming out sideways. Yeah. Um, And and I, I worked at Hershey park this summer and I honestly was a little disappointed with the train reveal. If I'm completely honest, they don't look very aerodynamic. No, it definitely doesn't. Like (laughs) that's the one thing that worries me just a little bit. Yeah, like like Xadra's train is like sleek and it has like that mm-hmm. alien face on on top of it. It's like this one's just like a big box. And then, yeah. the, and then and then if a wildcat was coming out straight, it looked a little better. But it's coming out like looking to the side. It's just like yeah. it's, it's kind of weird. Granted, I said that also a lot of people hated Iron Guazi's trains at first, but I've since gotten used to them. That's true. Yeah, yeah, that's very true. Um, I'd also like to shout out Dollywood. I think the trains for Big Bear Mountain look very cool. Hmm. Hmm. I'm excited for that coaster next year. Yeah, absolutely. So the Bone Shaker roller coaster, if you look closely, uh, as you can see on the screen right here, if you're watching on YouTube, um, they're very similar. The trains are very similar to Nickelodeon Slime Streak at uh, Nickelodeon Universe American Dream Mall. And I've actually been on that coaster. And I will tell you this, as someone who is 5'8", not tall at all, I myself had somewhat of a hard time fitting in that car. So I'm kind of confused why Chance would decide to, you know, design those trains again, knowing that they've had, you know, not the not the best luck with them. Because uh, it's very hard to fit on that ride. Are they really that tight fitting? Uh, Yeah, my knees, like, touch the lap bar. It feels like I'm riding. It, it almost feels like a Zimperla family gravity coaster. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> God. They are pretty narrow, um, but I don't think that ride's going to be designed with too much, like, craziness in mind. Yeah. Uh, I think that'll be more about the 4D effects that are, like, around it. I just, like, I I would hope if I were building Hot Wheels-themed rides, I would put tire launches on these roller coasters. That honestly makes the most sense from a flavor flavor standpoint. (laughs) Okay. But – with uh, Hot Wheels uh, Twin Mill Racer now coming, Desert Storm won't be the only notable coaster in Arizona anymore. Yeah, uh, that's true. Chris, have you been to Castles and Coasters? I, I just went there in July. Yeah, for the first time. Oh, okay. It was, it was 118 degrees. Um, but I was I was impressed with the two coasters. I thought they were pretty good. Not okay. great, but they were, they were. it was a nice place to go. It was kind of expensive because you have to pay for like a full admission just to ride the two things. <laughs> But yeah. Um, yeah, it's worth going to if you uh, are passing by. Yeah, sounds sounds like Maury's Piers. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, I, I dumped like one hundred and fifty dollars for two for two people to ride all the credits at Maury's Piers. Oh, I dump, I dumped a hundred dollars for all seven credits and then re rides on Great White and Great Nor'easter. Yeah, I'll <laughs> do it for what fourteen bucks a piece. I'll do it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um. So overall, I think. This Mattel Adventure Park in Arizona is very cool. Like, I I really, I dig the concept, and it's nice that there will be another major amusement park. I I Actually, I don't know if I'd even call Castles and Coasters a major amusement park. Another notable amusement park in Arizona. How's that? There you go. Yeah. All right. So now, let's talk about Dream Dream World. I cannot speak tonight. Dream World in Australia. So they revealed their big plans for the next two years. K, 
Kenny and Belinda's Dreamland Kids area and a new section called Rivertown, which will feature the Jungle Rush Family Coaster. So, Jason, hit us with some stats and information about not only this family coaster, but just everything going on at Dreamworld. All right, so the Kenny and Belinda's Dreamland, that expansion is coming next year. It'll include a kitty coaster called Big Red Boat, which I admit is a funny name for a roller coaster. Great name. Uh, yeah, well, a- they, had, they had Big Red <laughs> Car, right? Isn't that their trackless dark ride? So I guess that's kind of in the same theme. Yeah. yeah. And um, Rivertown, that's coming in 2024. That'll include a redesign and relocation of their antique cars, as well as the Vacoma family coaster called Jungle Rush, which will have 12 airtime moments, which for a family coaster, that's impressive. That sounds like a Gravity Group family Woody. Well, okay, yeah, that's fair. That sounds like a Gravity Group family Woody uh, with those airtime moments. And it's coming at a cost of 35 million Australian dollars. What? Yeah. Wow. Wow. Okay. Um, when was I want to ask you th- when was I want to ask you this, Jason. Oh, keep going, Nick. Oh, I want to ask you this. Do you think the trains, since they're listing that it's going to have all these airtime moments, will be kind of what we're seeing with Big Bear Mountain? Mm, I want to say yes, but I don't know. It looks like it to me. The, fa- the they, family boomerang trains, yeah. They look the same, personally. I, I don't know if they are, but they look the same. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. Um, Chris, I'm not entirely sure if you've done a video talking about all this yet, but what are your thoughts on all this going to dream world? Um, I think that this park has been getting a lot of investments lately, which is really awesome. And um, I'm really hoping to get to Australia at some point soon, doing a trip down the gold coast and, and getting to Sydney and hit Luna park and Warner brothers and SeaWorld and all that stuff. DC so, rivals. I was going to say, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's, that's, that's like a good week trip that I would love to take and get out of North America for once in my life. Um, so yeah, this, <laughs> this looks, I mean, the amount of, uh, between, I mean, I know they, they got rid of uh tower of terror, which is no big deal. Cause that probably wasn't very good anyway, but they got steel Taipan and then they got all this stuff coming. So yeah. Yeah. Got to do it. Buzzsaw got relocated to another park in Australia. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right, Nate, let's hear from you. What are your thoughts on this park and all these new additions? Uh, I wasn't too familiar with this place, honestly, but. It looks like um, it looks like this is going to be fun to watch over the next couple of years. These two new places get built. So um, even if I'm not there soon, I think it'll be fun to at least like kind of put another like this kind of puts another continent on the map for yeah. um, travel. So it'll be fun to see what uh, what people think of this place and um, stuff to tell without any without any pictures of this stuff at least i haven't seen any but um looks definitely looks cool um yeah like chris said it'd be fun to go to australia and check some of this stuff out jungle rush could be like a poor man's hagrid's (laughs) obviously at one price but yeah yeah that's that's true so uh anything else you guys wanted to mention regarding this topic because i really want to hop into the next topic i actually have yeah, a lot to talk about yeah, on this I'll, next one. I'll say one thing real quick. Uh, Australia is becoming a lot bigger of a destination for theme parks because before there are only two major parks. Well, I guess still there are only two major parks were Dream World and Warner Bros. Movie World. But I guess Dream World, they're deciding finally 
realizing that they need to counter Warner Bros. Movie World with with yeah. uh, their recent investments. Yeah, definitely. All right. So now this was just revealed today. You guys know what I'm about to say, aren't you? Mm. Or don't? Oh, you? I do now. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> so Port Aventura. They announced they are opening a new indoor roller coaster themed to the movie Uncharted, manufactured by Intamin and will be built in the Far West-themed area. So, Chris, let's hear from you. Well, it looks like it's going to be an enclosed coaster, so uh, only so much you can do with an in- indoor coaster. So, I don't know. What are your I, thoughts on the layout? Tell that to Shellraiser. <laughs> the, oh, okay. That's true. <laughs> Okay. Okay. Yeah. Indoor coaster versus enclosed is a little different, but yeah. yeah. Um, did you see layout? <laughs> I don't see a layout. <laughs> There's a, there was a layout. I saw it on coaster hub. Shout out to coaster hub. I feel like, every, I feel like every episode I'm always giving them a shout out because yeah. they're quick. They're yeah, quick uh, on leaking everything. I swear. Yeah. And I'm the one who sent you the, uh, the image of it. Yeah. Yeah. Originally we weren't going to talk about it. We're recording this Wednesday night and you guys are watching it hopefully thursday hopefully i can edit it when we're done recording we'll this see a, no it's promises it's a picture of what the layout looks like kind of oh right hmm. can't really yeah check out uh check out coaster hub nate and then you can see it but yeah theme to the movie uncharted so for those of you that don't know port aventura has a lot of attractions that are themed to different movies tv shows i know they have a couple sesame street attractions i feel like there's so many different parks that have Sesame Street attractions. You look at like Universal Studios Singapore, they have like the Spaghetti Chase Dark Ride. And then obviously uh, SeaWorld Parks owns uh, Sesame Street. So they have, well, they have Sesame Place, two, two Sesame Place theme <laughs> parks now. And, um, you know, Safari of Fun, Forest of Fun, Bay of Play. I don't know. There's all it's just, it's crazy how many parks own sesame street but that's a little off topic let's talk more about this coaster so what do we have on the stats jason yeah this is an intamin multi-dimension coaster it'll be nearly 2300 feet long it'll actually have five launches which is a lot for an indoor coaster and a turntable it'll be highly themed as well which you which you expect from port aventura I was just able to actually experience a turntable for the first time recently with uh, Sandy's Blasting Bronco, and it's cool. I'm not going to lie. Nate, uh, have you been on Sandy's? No, I have not. It was closed the day I went, but I, I have plans to go uh, in the next couple of weeks to go pick that up because they do that paper ride now, which is kind of cool. Yeah, no, it's a lot better now. Um, anything else you guys wanted to touch on here? Yeah, I'm going to say... I'm curious, is it going to be similar to the Studio Tour coaster that opened last year at Movie Park Germany? Because that's also an Intamin multi-dimension coaster. How many launches does that have? Two, I think. Can't remember. And you said this will have... And you said this will have five? Mm-hmm. Which admittedly is a lot. It's not. It's a lot for a roller coaster in general, not just a family coaster or an indoor coaster. A roller coaster in general, it's a lot for... Yeah, and it's really really a lot for an indoor coaster so yeah when was the last time a coaster got built that had that many launches gosh it must have been uh hagrid's motorbike adventure probably yeah <laughs> yeah definitely all right guys so let's move on to our last topic and then we're gonna talk uh oh i don't want to say it yet i almost revealed it the special segment my fault 
Uh, I think you guys are going to like this question and uh, we should have a good discussion, uh, good uh, discussion. So last thing here that we're going to talk about, and then we'll hop right into the special segment. Um, lake compounds is building a giant stage on the lake, which is set to be ready for live music come Memorial day weekend, 2023. So I have not been to lake compounds. Uh, Jason, I know you've been there. Mm-hmm. Um, Chris and Nate, what about you guys? Yeah, I was there one time four or four years ago. Yeah, I was okay. I was there one time four years ago as well. I was there in not this decade. It was like 08 or 09. Whatever year Superman at New England was bizarro was the year I went to Lake Compounds. Yeah, 09. So I've been yeah. I've been trying to get back. I've been trying to get back. Um this would be um I hear I mean this isn't the only exciting thing happening at Lake Compounds in the future um don't so. nah, uh if you're saying that the wildcat's gonna get titan track that's too far in advance <laughs> too far in advance so not next year you're thinking but, too, you're thinking too far into the future right now <laughs> um, I, you know, I actually i actually i disagree with you there jason i actually agree with nate i think we could see titan track sooner than you think either way wildcat i think some wooden coasters that are getting it don't need it wildcat needs it though that coaster is so rough yeah definitely yeah Yeah. so nate you uh i don't you want to talk about a little bit of what you do because you you play music oh yeah i am a musician so i am eyeing this up and thinking i should book a gig here Um, (laughs) and i'm wondering what type of bands they are going to get now i have not been there in a long time so um and i don't really go see a ton of music at theme parks. Um, so, but I'm just wondering, given how small that park is, what can they, uh, what does giant actually mean? You know, one yeah. thing, one thing that stood out to me was when they were talking about this, their general manager, Jeffrey Davis, he said it will give their guests a reason to visit all year long. Does that mean that they're going to have co- concerts there year round? <laughs> maybe. Yeah, maybe. That park is way up north where it gets cold in the winter months. Yeah. Does Hershey have them year round? I'm, I'm pretty sure. And they have a hockey team that plays. Well, yeah, they have Giant Center and the stadium and yeah. the uh, the theater in town. So yeah. I, don't, I don't know yeah. what you're referring to. Um, I would have to – are there any uh, any – is there any like concept art for what this stage is going to look like? Yeah, out on the lake. There yeah, is. there is actually. I haven't seen this. I know some people are are mad that they're building something on the lake. <laughs> yeah, uh, I mean, maybe if I were a local, right, I could see that. I could see not liking this, but um, yeah, I know. Uh, I know people that live in Queensbury, New York, were uh, mad when great escape announced they were adding Adirondack outlaw because it was going to be seen over the tree line and like kind of, I guess, well, some say ruin the view of the lakes and the trees and the mountains nearby. Meanwhile, Adirondack outlaw isn't it's tall for great escape, but it's still not like this 500 foot attraction. Like (laughs) it only pops up when it's operating. So (laughs) Exactly, and Great Escape's not even open all year round. So, does, like, what does is that? Does that ride break down a lot? That I do not know because I went to Great Escape in 2019, and it opened 
When did it, did it open last year? I don't even think it opened in 2020. It was supposed to be 2020. I, I, I when I was there in 2021, it was open. Uh, it was just it was just really slow on the dispatches, so we oh, okay. I skipped it because it was going to take like two hours to get on it. N- not even a coaster either. Right. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> also, this is kind of off topic, but like compounds today, they uh, listed what were their most popular rides this year in terms of attendance. Surprise, surprise! Boulder Dash was number one. It's number one every year. <laughs> Yeah, I would hope so. I thought you were gonna say like, um, oh, what is the, what is that one? Skyrockets with phobia fear could have done. No, not not that. phobia fear. That one wouldn't that surprise. Doesn't me move either. enough people. <laughs> yeah, definitely. So yeah, uh, I've only been to one Palace Entertainment Park. I've not been to Kennywood, but I've been to Dutch Wonderland, and I mean, you really can't compare these two because mm-hmm. Dutch Wonderland is a kids theme park, and they do have like the dive shows and they have like entertainment around the park with like the knights and the princess and Duke, the dragon is like their mascot. Kennywood um, Kennywood is underrated. I got the chance to go to it on one of my days off when I was working up at Hershey park this past summer. Do they have like a lot of like entertainment around the park? I don't know much about like how Uh, it comes to that. Not really. Uh, I mean, Kennywood's not as big as you think it is. uh, Honestly. I mean, I enjoy seeing shows and just like entertainment at amusement parks like i always like when i was just at a great adventure holiday in the park over the weekend and they had a band of like um elves dressed up playing like a bunch of different instruments and i don't know i like all that like hershey has the the band throughout the summer that kind of strolled throughout the park i like all that so yeah all right guys now the special segment so now we're kind of just gonna have a discussion um we're past all of those topics and yeah so this week's special segment we are going there it is oh my gosh that's so hard we're going to list off three bucket list roller coasters of ours can't be b&m rmc intamin gci mock rides or gerslauer why are you doing this to us Nick? <laughs> why are you doing this to us just three bucket list coasters would have been easy would have been good Nah, I wanted to make it hard because I knew you guys. Well, I think I already know what one of uh, Nate. I think I already know what one of yours is, Nate. Yeah, I, I know what one of mine is as well. All right, we'll do. We'll start with Nate. Then we'll go Chris. Then Jason. Then me. All right. Are we Nate. doing all three, or are we gonna go around and do one? And yeah, let's do. Lines? Let's do. Let's do one, and then yeah, that's good. Okay, so I'll start in. North America, because I was just thinking about this. I crossed off tons of bucket list coasters this Uh year. And one of them was X2, which was at the top. And so now I had to like rethink, like, what do I still want to do that's on this continent? And number one for me right now is is Hades 360. Yep, Um, knew you were going to say that. (laughs) love the Gravity Group. And since they're not on this list, I can use it. (laughs) Um, but it doesn't matter even if this list wasn't a thing i would still be saying hades 360 right now i have been obsessed with mount olympus since i was a little kid this place looks awesome like i just love parks that have like a good a good collection of wooden roller coasters so um i've always wanted to go to this place and then since being a kid i've learned i've learned about um the vibe of that place and I'm like, sign me up. That sounds like so much fun. 
how you can like touch the rides and apparently things are sketchy and bizarre. It just sounds like an unforgettable day all in all. And the ride runs like the ride runs like you're going to where Hades is in charge. So yeah, um, no, nah. definitely it, it, seems like a, a hoot. It, it seems like such a weird park. I got to be honest. It's so random that there's like a water park in the middle of the amusement park too. Yeah, and uh, tons of uh, they're famous for their go karts too, which I'm sure run like action park go karts or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know about that. I don't know about that. In this day and age, it probably wouldn't still be open. I yeah, maybe I'm overhyping it. Right yeah, now. yeah. All right, Chris, you uh, re- real quick actually, you've been to Mount Olympus, right? I've been there twice. Yeah, yeah. Well, um, is, he, so, did he, is everything he said kind of true? Yeah, yeah. I mean, there it's. <laughs> It's, it's an experience like they, yeah, they don't, they don't really care there. Um, there's a lot of things that you're just like, that doesn't look right. And like, like, like Cyclops can, you can stick your arm out and just touch Cyclops right there on yeah. the, on the, on the path. And you got that jerky finish on Pegasus that you just wouldn't see at other parts. Yeah. Um, when I, when I went, Pegasus wasn't even open. It's train was in pieces. Oh, man. Yeah. I'm sure, that, I'm sure that was not intentional. Um, but Hades is, is definitely an experience. Like, I think it's, it's rough as holy hell, but man, it's, uh, it's, it's a great ride. Yeah. And after, it's after, worth, it's worth t- your bucket list. I tapped out after two yeah. rides on Hades 360. Me too. Yeah. 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 I, do, I do two, but I don't do them back to back. I didn't do them back to back either. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. That two's enough. So for me, if, if, uh, outside of these manufacturers, if I had to pick one, I'd probably say Dota Dampa at Fuji Q, um, yeah. just because yeah. I want to experience that launch that feels like you're getting hit by a truck which i've never gotten <laughs> hit by a truck and i doubt that anyone who's ever ridden the coaster has ever gotten hit by a truck but uh that's how they describe it so um i'm really curious how that feels kind of nervous people, like that that's what i'd be nervous for like before the launch i'd actually be nervous sitting on the launch track. people say or there's like that saying that goes around that's uh People say like Skyrush's drop feels like a car crash. That kind of reminded me. Of it, what does. You it does. It does. <laughs> You're not a fan of Skyrush, are you? Me, no. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, the drop is fine. The drop in the first airtime hill and Skyrush are pretty good. Aside from that, I it's whatever. If you just yeah. keep your hands down, don't do hands in the air. Uh, it's a lot more. Uh, yeah, I don't. I don't. I, I try to hold the lap bar up so it doesn't. Yeah. cut off my circulation even more than it already is because one time i did do hands up i was like hmm, i'm not doing that again i'll keep my hands down <laughs> yeah but chris i watch your videos uh i guess relatively often and uh yeah i i know that you're you've not a fan of sky yeah, rush. Yeah, like sky rush. you've made a, you've you've made it very clear that you're not a fan of sky rush <laughs> yeah i've been to hershey park twice and and the, i've had issues with it both times for different reasons so yeah yeah, it's just not. It's not the restraints good. are not the best, but uh, I can get good rides on it. I'll give you that. Yeah, yeah it's okay though. Nick, and Nick, uh, you know what coaster uh, have I made it clear that I don't like? At Hershey? No, just in general. Oh, mystery mine. Duh. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, I'll, I'll agree with you. Yeah, that I only wrote it once, but it it like assaulted. I had a really. I mean, every time I draw mystery mine these days, it just disappoints me. So yeah, that's it. My that's at my home park. I want that thing gone so bad. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm with you there. But for my first pick for a bucket list coaster, that's not any of those manufacturers. Is 
X2 at Six Flags Magic Mountain? I know that'd probably be the stereotypical answer for those that haven't ridden it, but yeah, mm-hmm. X2. Any reason why or just because it's X2? Do we just leave it at that? <laughs> be- uh, because the only fourth dimension coasters I've ridden are the free spins. <laughs> so, mm-hmm. And I don't really care for the free spins. So I'd like to ride a good 4D coaster because I, f- I feel like 4D coasters, when executed right, can be amazing. And X2 was executed right. It you gotta is get a... mind-blowing. Or go ahead, Nate. The X2 was just mind-blowing. Like, I... It was everything I had I wanted it to be and way more. And I had been... Uh, I was amazed at how much more it feels like you're flying on that than actually on a flying coaster. <laughs> yeah, I was just going to say, uh, we have to get Ryan Chin, El Toro Ryan, on this podcast so he can tell us about uh, Agenica. Oh, yeah. <laughs> All right. My first of three is going to be Cannibal at Lagoon. Why Let do I always I always forget Cannibal exists? Why? Um, have any of you guys in Utah, been on? That's why. I, I've, been on of, I've been on Cannibal like ten times. Yeah. And what can you tell me about it? And then I'll tell you what I think of it. So, um, I, it's in my top twenty-five. I think top twenty-five. So it's definitely an elite wow. coaster. Um, it's like a it's got a long layout. It's got weird elements. The first drop is legit. All you have is a lap bar. I mean, you can't ask for much more. It's just it's just not really like my type of ride where. I like RMCs with all the, you know, ejector airtime and off-axis whip and all that stuff. But for what it is, it's almost a perfect coaster. Yeah. See, I like vertical, like roller coasters that have vertical drops. Like I'm a big fan of Fahrenheit at Hershey Park. I love a coaster that throws a lot of inversions at me and Cannibal seems to do that. Is it smooth? Yeah. Yeah. I had no problems with any roughness on that. And I wrote it 2019 was the last time. Okay. Because I... I was just at American Dream like less than a month ago, and Shellraiser was probably worse this time than the first time I was there in January 2020. That ride is so rough. It's intense. The the launch is good. Uh, the inversions do have some whip, but like I I just can't with the roughness. Like it's so hard to, in- at least for me, it's hard to enjoy Shellraiser without like bracing yourself for like the whole ride. But at least with Cannibal, that's good to know that it's smooth. So yeah. yeah. I- I just think I'd love it. Yeah, I was uh, up near American Dream all summer, but I didn't go because every day at least three of the five coasters, if not four of them, were closed, and I didn't want to have to pay 80 bucks to ride, one, I did. To ride yeah. one coaster. I paid Sounds 80 right. bucks to ride uh, Slime Streak in the, high, in the half pipe. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds bad. about right. Yeah, but uh, Cannibal is going to be my first one. Not sure if I'll ever get to Lagoon. Probably not, but if I do... Uh, you better believe that I will try to ride Cannibal as many times as possible. So crazy that it's not a Gerslauer coaster, too. It looks like it looks like a Gerslauer. Anyone at, at first sight would be like, that is such a good Gerslauer Eurofighter. Mm-hmm. Then, like every enthusiast does, get on your phone while you're waiting in line, check RCDB. Oh, it's not a Gerslauer. So <laughs> crazy cool. that it's built in-house. It's cool that it's in-house. Yeah. Absolutely, yeah. All right, Nate, your second one. Uh, Superman El Ultimo Escape. I have to Ooh, take it here. Okay. Um, yeah, I, did, I didn't think about that. Yeah, that's actually I wrote that one down, so <laughs> I might have picked <laughs> it that one. Oh, so good, right? Um, and I grew up riding Steel Force, so 
We got something. great rides in August on Steel Force. You mean Steel? Oh, oh, yeah, you mean Steel Forceless? Wrong. Why? No, he's August. right. <laughs> that ride is so forceless. Of the five hypercoasters in Pennsylvania, on, that is pro- either that or Talon is are my most ridden rides. So I've seen Steel Force at its at, at its absolute lowest and at oh. at its highest as yeah. well. Of the five um, hypercoasters in Pennsylvania, Steel Force is definitely the weakest one. The two at Hershey and the two at Kennywood are both are all much stronger hypercoasters. <laughs> They might be more complete rides. Um, I will definitely give them that. Um, but uh, there's something about... I'm going to do Steel Eel for my first time uh, in about a month. And, oh, awesome. Um, to me, I just think riding uh, riding another Morgan, because I've only done Steel Force, um, I think that'll be a lot of fun. And just knowing that Superman has like a great setting and it has a cool pre-lift section and everybody raves about it. Um, yeah. I definitely want to check that out. I mean, Steel, I think we can Steel eel was running amazing this year. Like yeah, it's, I'm, I'm really, I'm really stoked. So good. Steel eel actually has airtime. Unlike, oh, yeah. unlike steel force. Okay. Steel, steel <laughs> eel airtime hey, in the first half is nuts. Like, like it's violent. It's nuts. It, it oh, hurts. I'm so pumped. It hurts. Yeah. So Cause those Morgan chains like throw you down. It, throw you, it throws you down so hard. And those seats are hard. <laughs> That's gonna. I'm trying to make it my 300th. So hopefully everything's open at the two six flags parks down there. That's what I was going to say. I think we can all agree that the the trains for the Morgan hypercoasters. I know the ones on Phantom's Revenge are a little different, but like Steel Eel, Steel Force, Superman, they're all like they're all the the, the lap bar doesn't even touch you. Uh, Ph- Phantom's trains are so good. Yeah, they're oh, amazing. Yeah. Oh, I wish on like on every. Uh, like every coaster had those. They're so hilarious. Wait, so you, Nate, do you think that the trains on Phantom are better than the ones on like Steel Force or no? Yes, I, I do. If I could ride wow. Steel Force in a Phantom so train, that would be incredible. Wow. Yeah. That, I, they must be really good because I'm a big yeah. fan of Steel Force's trains. So, yeah. You got to get to Kennywood, Nick. You're, you, you'll have a, an amazing day. Dragon Mountain at Marineland uh, is one that's really intriguing to me. Kind yeah. of the steel version of the beast. Uh, long ride out in the woods, up the hill, kind of following the train. Um, throwing a few inversions. Like It just looks really weird to me. Um, and I think I might be able to get on it next year. So, uh, or if, yeah, I should say next summer. So, um, really intrigued by that one. It's an arrow. Mm-hmm. All right. Jason? I'm going to go with... The one coaster that I wanted to get this summer when I was up in Pennsylvania that eluded me, Ravine Flyer 2 at Weldemere. Nice. I think, I think that'd probably make my top 10 or 15 Woodies that I've ridden. Okay. Yeah, I can see that. Everyone claims it's a mini voyage, and if it's like Voyage, it'll be great. Nice. Nice. Uh, how, how is Ravine Flyer 2, Chris? I thought it was really solid. I think I, I thought it was a little bit rough. I didn't like the PTCs on it. Um, it does have a very good layout and good airtime. Uh, it's just hard not to get stapled on there. Yeah, because that's the one major credit in Pennsylvania that that has that's eluded me. <laughs> mm-hmm. No, it's, it's, it's a great it's ride. Worth it. Yeah, if you can get a, a smooth ride on it. Um, I even mm-hmm. had a ride where the lap bar popped up a little bit, so I got some extra airtime. Okay, well, <laughs> that was an awesome ride. So. Well, other than Leap the Dips, I did. I I did go to Lakemont Park. Leap the Dips was closed when I went. Me too. Yeah, but one time at Lakemont Park, 
it was closed. I, I did a vlog there, Nick, that I didn't end up uploading because it was pretty negative. Uh, I yeah, uh, you you told me that I, I mean, I obviously know that you went there. I didn't realize that you uh you vlogged though. Yeah, you probably were like in a bad mood. Probably not a uh post. Probably not post worthy. But you know, it happens. Yeah. I'm not gonna act like every time I go to an amusement park, I have this like wonderful day. Like I've had days at Great Adventure that aren't so hot, and then I've had other days where there's no lines and everything's just like going my way. I guess you could say. But yeah. Uh, all right. Uh, my next one, uh, I think I'm the only one in here that has not written this. Jason, what do you think I'm about to say? I'm just curious. Mm, wait a minute. Crap. What is it? What's I mean, I could, I could just call Santa and ask him, but like. Wait, oh, shoot. Oh, I'm trying to think. Oh, this is so hard. Did you hear me? I said I could just call Santa and ask him. Oh, uh, Voyage? Yeah, voyage. Oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I have not been on the voyage, and it is not a B and M RMC. It's none of the manufacturers on the screen there. It is Gravity Group, and I mean, I know a lot of people say that like it's only great that like one night of the year at Hollywood Nights, but I just I don't buy into that. Like maybe it's maybe it's better during Hollywood Nights, but I think. Any other time you ride it, it's still going to be like an above average wooden roller coaster. Just look at the layout. I have a poster for Voyage right there. That's awesome. But, but for, um, for years until this year, Voyage was my favorite wooden coaster. Oh my God, we have the same poster. That's yeah. Dope. But uh, um, it's my number one, and I've never been to Hollywood Nights. So I don't believe. I mean, it'd be great to do it, but I don't. Uh... Do you have it too? <laughs> No, we got the same comment though. I think. Oh, okay. you. oh yeah, great escape. <laughs> um, awesome. What I, what I was saying though, I went to Hollywood Nights the year you went, Chris, twenty twenty, the yeah. year that it was so packed. It was. I got only got one ride at night. Um, it was, but it was amazing though. And, and I thought that my day ride there was also just as great. It was. Um, so. Uh, yeah. Yeah. That, 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 that made me take it from like the low 20s to top five. Overall. It was my number one wooden coaster until this year. El Toro is now king for my mm. wooden coasters. Yeah, but um, I mean, El Toro is my favorite wooden roller coaster, but I do think that there is a shot that I could like voyage more. It just looks so cool how it goes like back in the woods. It has all the tunnels. Uh, I like a ride that, you know, throws a lot at you. And I think Voyage looks to do that. So, yeah. My number two is going to be Voyage at Holiday World. All right, Nate, hit us with your number three. Great picks, by the way, with these Gravity Groups. Those those two rides are worth it. Oh, yeah, I know you're a big Gravity Group guy. <laughs> um, and I, I'm going to go with, uh, for my last one, I'm going to do, I'm going to pick Desperado. Um, Good uh, luck. Okay. Good luck Couple getting that. <laughs> yeah, I know. Um, I was just... Uh, it just seems like uh, it just seems it seems like not like a, a, I don't know. It's probably not going to top my hyper coaster list, but it just looks like a ride that like I have to do. It's terrible, but it's uh, it's, <laughs> it's, yeah, worth it. it's worth a ride. And it's like you can't, if, yeah. if you see a 220 foot coaster out there, you have to ride it. It doesn't matter how good it is. Right. A hundred percent. Yeah, I feel I'd feel that's probably the same like with uh Manhattan Express or Big Apple Coaster, whatever it's called now. It's like yeah. so massive. Not yeah. that it's going to be this great ride, but you still got to go on it. Definitely. 
All right, Chris, go ahead. All right. Uh, my last one's going to be uh, Mission Ferrari at uh, Ferrari World Abu Dhabi, the uh, Dynamic Attractions SFX oh, wow. coaster. Um, I'm really, I've been curious about this ever since last year. It has like the, uh, I don't know if this one has all the cool features that this thing can do, but it's got like the show screens. It's got like the tilt track where it goes sideways all of a sudden. It's got the inversions. So yeah, this one really sparked my interest when I covered it last year. Um, it still says it's under construction. I don't know what's going on with it. But uh, when it finally opens, you'd be curious to watch like a POV or something to see how thing how it actually runs. Hmm. Yeah, for sure. Uh, for me, does it have to be built yet? <laughs> no. And sorry if I'm looking down. I'm trying to look up the name of this one coaster that's escaping me that I want to mention. But go okay. ahead, Jason. Okay. RCB, obviously. Where else would I go? <laughs> My the one that I thought of first actually isn't built yet. <laughs> But it's Circuit Breaker at Codaland, the Vacoma Tilt Coaster coming. That looks really cool. Yeah, I've never ridden a Tilt Coaster. I don't think any of us have. Because there's only like, what, five or six of those in existence and none of them are in America. Right. Yeah, that sounds right. I know the original one is in Taiwan, I think. I know what I got now. What's it called? Gravity Max, I think is what it's called. Yeah, and all the Jinma ones are in China. Not to mention it's a new gen gen Vacoma. We haven't seen uh, a full, like, extreme new gen Vacoma in the U.S. yet. Mm -hmm. New gen Vacoma. Now you probably know what I'm about to say, because Vacoma's not on the list there. Is, My last one is going to be Formula at Energylandia. The Vacoma. What really? Is, Formula? Say? That one's thought, like one of the smallest ones. I thought you were going to say Let Coaster. Yeah, Let Coaster. Oh, cool. yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm torn between the both of those, but I'll stick with Formula. Um, Why? Because it has a launch? Well, yes, I am. I prefer launches to lift hills. I don't know about you guys. I mean, but... who, who doesn't? <laughs> Yeah, some people like the view going up and the uh, anticipation, I guess. Although you get that anticipation feeling on a, sitting on a launch track as well, so I guess it could go either way. But, um, yeah, Formula at Energylandia is a Vacoma Space Warp coaster. And, I mean, there's so many parks in the U.S. that could use one of these models. And, like, it's still crazy to me how Vacoma, like, went from being, like, I guess you could say a meme and now they build all these like great attractions and enthusiasts. Like you look back, I guess like six or seven years ago, like people would say, Oh, Vacoma's not even a top 10 manufacturer. Now people will have it in like their top five, some even top three, eh, yeah. top, top five or six, maybe. Uh, well, people outside of the U S some have Vacoma well, in yeah, their, uh, that's fair <laughs> in their top three. I fly. Then again, a lot yeah. of the, a lot of those is probably have- my, my top one. If yeah. I had to choose one, yeah, for 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 coma at least, yeah. yeah, yeah. Then again, a lot of people outside the U.S. haven't experienced RMC yet. That's true, Nate. I actually want to ask you this because last thing I want to mention before we wrap up, um, I think a Vacoma Space Warp model like Formula would be perfect for Dorney. Yeah, a lot would be perfect for Dorney. (laughs) (laughs) A lot of things that would go great there. Yeah, for those of you that don't know, Nate's home park is Dorney. And I I guess you could kind of say it's one of my home parks too because it's only about an hour and a half from me. So They definitely got room for it. I just feel like that ride or that model could fit in either 
Dinosaurs Alive's old spot or where Stinger was. I feel like it could fit in either spot. Because it doesn't take up that much room. It is pretty compact. I'd still, I'd still rather see an RMC Raptor in Dorney. Yeah, that'd be, that would be great. Although Cedar Fair doesn't really work with RMC anymore. Yeah. I don't know. Who knows? They, they, could, really go they, they, they could get Railblazer. You never know. <laughs> That's, That's true. true. That is very true. I just thought of that. Yeah, definitely. So to recap our list, Nate, Hate, or I'm gonna see. I'm gonna mar- or correct. Correct me if I'm wrong. I'm gonna see. This is gonna test my listening skills. I feel like I'm in school. Um, Nate, Hades 360, Superman, and oh, what was your third? Desperado. One? Desperado. Thank you. I was like Buffalo Bills. Um, yeah. <laughs> Chris, uh, Mission Ferrari. Not in this order, right? You, yeah, right. I know you said Mission Ferrari. Um. Oh my gosh, what else you want, did you say? You want me to help you, Nick? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Dra- Dragon Mountain, that was yeah. one of them. Dragon one Mountain, one. it was like yeah. an arrow looper. Where is it? The one the, of Marine, Marine the other one. The other one I don't remember. Dodadampa. Oh. That's it. Okay. I was like, there's a launch coaster in there too. And then Jason, I don't remember yours. I'm sorry. <laughs> X2, Ravine Flyer. Ravine Flyer 2, and Circuit Breaker. You said yeah. Circuit Breaker, right? Yeah, and, which uh, that's not even built yet. <laughs> yeah, no. Circuit Breaker looks awesome. So that's going to do it for this week's episode. Um, you're only going to see, like, what? When are, what are we recording? Two more episodes, Jason, and then yeah. we're going to take a break for a yeah. while? Yeah, we're doing 12 episodes, and then we're going to take a break for about a month and then come back and do probably 12 more episodes in Series 2. Yep, yep. So, uh, Chris, Nate. Thanks for coming on, guys. It was awesome. Glad yeah. to have you guys as guests, especially yeah. you, especially you, Chris, because uh, we're obviously a much smaller channel than you. So it's very cool to have someone with such a big like following on here with yeah. us. Uh, I admire your videos a lot, Chris. Thank you. Appreciate that, guys. Yeah, you got it, man. Yeah. And uh, Nate, hope to see you at Holiday in the Park soon. Yeah, I'll be in touch. All right, sounds good, guys. Thanks for watching, and Jason, sign us out. Thank you guys so much for watching. Thank you to both of our guests, Chris and Nathan, for joining us today. And this is Coasters and Things, Beyond the Thrills, Airtime Thrills, and Hawk Zero G, all signing out. See you guys.